One and two and three and four. There's murder and intrigue, but the kids of Riverdale are gonna be just fine, just fine, just just fine. There's Jughead and Betty, and Dad's a serial killer serving some jail time, jail time, jail jail time. We got milkshakes and pops. And mimosas at Veronica's Yeah, the kids of Riverdale are gonna solve some crime Some crime, some, some crime Cause the kids of Riverdale are gonna still be fine Maybe damaged, damn, damn, damn Sit right down, you're gonna have a real good time With Team Cheryl Who's Archie? Welcome to another episode of Milkshakes and Mimosas, where we are continuing our discussion and deep dive into the television series, Archie's Weird Mysteries. And today, we are talking about Driven to Distraction, the second episode of the series. Still, doesn't really introduce our characters very well, but we'll get into that in a bit. First, let me introduce our wonderful cast of heroes. Heroes like the mighty god of thunder, Thor. Hello there, folks. And the fantabulous Kyle. Hello, Kyle. Hello, howdy, hello. <laughs> howdy. I, I hope there's like a, I, I hope there's a cowboy episode of this show. Um, but no, for now we're stuck you're, with you're just confor- to- You're just confirming my stereotypes about Saskatchewan by doing cowboy scenes. <laughs> oh yeah, that's real. That's really what Saskatchewan is known for. Cowboys. Yes. Well, not a barren not, wasteland that not, no one actually not, wants to look at. Not the racism against indigenous people cowboys. Oh, okay. See, I, I didn't know about any of that. I didn't even know it was a barren well, wasteland. Of course you did it! You're white! <laughs> <laughs> well, I know, I know about racism against the Native Americans in the U.S. I just don't... I don't learn any of the bad things about Canada. Oh, my like your, goodness. Like your, 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 your president flying his spiritual advisor on private jet to his island. Oh, God. Oh, yes. oh no, we're not going to talk about... The blackface president right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm the prime minister. I don't know why I call him president. Anyways, uh, well, he, he, was like, he was like Canada. He was like America had a black president, so I'm going to become a black president for Canada. Yeah, yeah, no, he's bad. Um, <laughs> uh, he's still better than the conservatives, obviously. Um, that yep. is where I stand. Uh, <laughs> but today we're talking about driven to distraction. A uh, episode of Archie's Weird Mysteries that is all about a killer car. And uh, as always, we're going to start off talking about the influences. And I think the most clear, obvious influence is a bunch of Stephen King stuff. Because obviously this is Christine. Like, 100%. Yep. They, oh, he names it. He names the car Betsy, right? Which is yeah, like, Betsy weird, the car. it's weirdly close to Betty, right? Yeah, no kidding. Right. There's some weird Freudian stuff going on there, but we'll get into that later. Um, like it would be, in our it would deep be like, psychological it, breakdown. Oh, excuse me. I, I was going to say it would be like if I was dating Kesha and I named my car Resha. Yeah. 
and that is why you will never date Kesha. I'm sorry. Um, I, the other thing, so I, uh, it's very clearly Christine because it's even like a red car. Yeah. Uh, it's like multiple times they talk about it being an old hunk of junk, but it does not look like an old hunk of junk. So like that, I guess like maybe there was an issue in animation because they didn't know what they were driving because drawing because this is just like a normal car. Like it literally just looks like a normal car. Um, yeah, other than if, when it gets If anything, eyes. it looks like a like a classic car. Like it, like it looked like an old Mustang or old Camaro or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So Christine is there, obviously. Uh, I also think there's like shades of the car, um, which is like there is no driver in the car, and the car is like from 1977, and it is also a killer car movie, and it's a killer car movie that obviously inspired Christine. And obviously had an impact on, you know, the man that is Stephen King. But the Although other thing let's, that let's I... Let's be clear, when Stephen King wrote Christine, his number one inspiration was bourbon. Wow. Well, yes, he cocaine. did have many... He did have many... Yes, exactly. Don't you, uh, don't you uh, limit down his vices. Mr. King had plenty of them. <laughs> Um, he's all good now. I love Stephen King. I don't know why I'm fucking making fun of him. I love that, I love that man. He's a great, great writer. Damn it. But the other thing that I thought was very uh, ref or referential to King is I got a lot of needful things from this episode. Ooh. Um, and needful things is probably not the most well-known King story. I mean, it is if you know King's like bibliography and his his line of work. But if if you've never heard of it before, needful things is a basically like a cursed curio shop where you can get something to like kind of ease your pain and make uh, you know make life better for you, and it just comes at a cost. So it's like an evil you know it's like the Satan's gift shop basically, um, <laughs> and the guy in it is named Leland Gaunt and who is like the head of you know. The curio shop. And in this episode, there's like some very complicated name for the guy who owned a curio shop. But uh, Archie goes into a curio shop to get something that he wants and that will make his life better, which in this episode is a pair of furry dice. But he, <laughs> but it comes at a great cost. And it's like, oh, you want those furry dice? But some shit will go down if you take them. And he's like, oh, I need them. And then like in a weird, very weird um omnipotence from this character that he's talking about uh talking to um the guy is like well you might need the money to do something else like it's like hammering the message of this like story down in the head and you're like dude you're supposed to just give him the cursed object and then let him learn the lessons god like <laughs> get out of here you television well, executive motherfucker yeah i mean I, though i do get that like they got to put training wheels on this shit i mean it is for little kids you know like i don't know what the the like listed demographic for this show is but I, it, it seems like the kind of show that i would have watched when i was like you know seven Right, that's fair. That's fair. And although at seven, you're not getting, uh, you're not getting those deep Leland Gaunt references. Yes. Okay. Speaking that's why of, you watch this as an adult. Yeah. Speaking of needful things, um, now I'm glad I was making fun of Stephen King's uh, addictions <laughs> because Needful Things is the first book he wrote entirely sober. Oh, well, there you go. Maybe the nice. writers, maybe the writer Michael Patrick Dobkins, who wrote this episode, knew that, 
and put it in. I really doubt him either. But yeah, <laughs> when I, I really saw that name, it. I almost did a double take because what is it? Michael Patrick, some other last name, is the guy that created Sex in the City, and I yeah, thought it was going to be the same guy for a minute. <laughs> that would have been that would have been amazing. Although that does leave something uh, that does lead to something that we should probably talk about that we didn't talk about last time, which is the cast of this. Yeah. So Michael Patrick Dobkins, the writer for this episode. He's written quite a few. Uh, he wrote 11 episodes of the series Archie's Weird Mysteries, and his other credits are not super well-known, at least not to me. He wrote the, uh, a bunch of episodes of All Dogs Go to Heaven, the series. He wrote oh, some geez. The Wacky World of Tex Avery jokes. Uh, sorry, episodes. I mean, there are plenty of jokes in the episode. He wrote a few episodes of Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad, Oh, I hate that title because it just makes me exhausted. Uh, but other than that, he does not have a large body of work and has not done anything since... Oh, he did something in 2017. So there you go. Maybe he's we still doing stuff. We should see if he's on Twitter. Maybe we can get an interview with him. No, probably not. No, we don't do that in there. Nope, no <laughs> interviews. Um, <laughs> everyone we've asked has just basically said no. Uh, but like the voice cast is something we didn't bring up last episode. Uh, so before we get into the episode itself, we probably should go through the voice cast a little bit. Um, and I say that, say but it. there's like say really Andrew Reynolds. He's from yes! Girls. Woo! Yeah, yeah! <laughs> from yeah, HBO's so. Girls. What up? And goddamn, Archie's played by a gay dude. What up? Woo! <laughs> And in this, Woo! he's in love with a car, a la Crash. Uh, no, yes. <laughs> it does not get as crazy as Crash. <laughs> uh, but other than that, though, like, I, I don't mean to be rude. Like, the, the voice acting is not bad in any in any stretch of the imagination, but they're not super well-known voice actors. I think that's because the, the production of this show uh, took place in France. Like, it, it was like a French-English co-production. So yeah, I'm not sure when... I'm not sure when they would have brought in the voice, like the, you know, the English voice cast, if they were there from the beginning or they came in later. But uh, they're, they're mostly uh, more unknowns in, in terms of voice acting. Um, and, well, I, I say unknowns. I mean, you just don't know them by name, I would say. They have a lot of credits to their name, but um, unless you're, like, really into the voice acting community, you uh, you probably would not recognize a lot of these names. Um, but yeah, so I think the voice acting is, is quite is quite good in the show. Um, so I will give it some credits for that. Uh, but let's get to the episode itself. And, you know, I think you did an amazing job doing it last time. Kyle, would you be so kind as to give us another sure. episode run? Oh, so I, meant, right. to, I meant to say this before before he starts i meant to say this fucking five minutes ago but it took me this long to remember the name of either i still don't know the name of the actor but of the character that he plays that i can say um so when you when you said that someone from girls was on this show i was just picturing yep. how amazing would it have been if fucking jughead had been voiced by kylo ren <laughs> adam driver yeah, yeah. I, I just, yeah, exactly. Just, Adam just, Driver. <laughs> just the deepest fucking voice known to man. <laughs> like, being like, he, like, imagine him having to record in voice the hissy fit from that season five episode where he's just like, oh, Betty's a bitch and a cunt. She's a bitch ass cunt. <laughs> 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 oh, 
That is that is from girls. Uh, yes. you know, Kyle's about to say. But uh sure. I wait, can, wait, uh... wait. Is this the first drop of the C bomb on this podcast? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> Your podcast is <laughs> filthy. Oh, yes. shit. Yes, okay. All right, well, um, in the interest of his car, Archie buys a pair of fuzzy dice with a mysterious shop with no knowledge of the effect the dice will have in his car. And what could it mean for his friends? who well, he's been ignoring. Perfect, again. Like, you. you're, just nailing, you're just nailing these out of the park. That just, you know, Thanks. sums up the Thanks. entire episode. It's it it's I I like this episode probably the best out of all the episodes that uh, that we watched in this first chunk. Um, it's certainly better than the first episode, and I think it's just because it does play around with the killer car angle, which is nice. I'm always a sucker for killer car, and I also enjoyed the fact that it does kind of stick with the the at least in Christine the underlying thing about Christine is it's all about toxic masculinity like that's really when you watch that movie it's the movie especially but the book as well and you really kind of dig into it like it's they're not using the term toxic masculinity but that's literally what that entire mm-hmm. franchise is about and i think that, that does that play makes me a wanna little bit watch it. i never i never cared about Christine i was like what do i care about a car that you know gets possessed but uh that makes oh, no, interesting it, watching it. It's yeah, it's a much more interesting show than uh, movie than that. I think John Carpenter does uh, a great job with Christine, and I and there's a lot more happening under the surface or under the hood, if you're allowed. <laughs> <the pub. laughs> and I'm fired from my own podcast. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so I, I, I thought this was a better episode than the other episodes we've gotten because there's a little bit more narrative stuff to, to dive into. But it still doesn't set up the dynamics of these characters. Like, it it does not have a normal moment where they're all sitting together at Pops and there's no other things enacting upon them. Like, there's not normal character interactions at all, which and just I- kind of annoyed me it, it i agree with you that bothered me about the first episode with this one i felt like it was like okay this this show's just gonna be like all killer no filler there's never going to be um there's only setup and action there's there's never like things that are just uh like casual conversations right right um it's uh it's it's interesting it's interesting um, I mean, it's kind of good. That they just... to, to me, it's kind of good for a kid show because when I was a kid, I definitely, I definitely was like, "Why are these people just talking about what happens in their lives? It's boring. I don't want to watch that. I can experience that in my own life." Honestly, that's yeah. kind of still how I feel about movies. That's why I mostly watch like schlocky action movies from thirty years ago. No, oh, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, what did you think about this episode overall? I was annoyed that, like, the problem is, like, for the strongest one to me was the me, me, me episode. Um, even though they, like, phrase, they keep calling Veronica whiny, which, like, isn't really the problem. It's that she's self-absorbed. And I feel like there's a way to explain that to first graders without, um, like, without tr- saying whiny, which is, like, a different problem that she didn't have. I mean, she kind of had that as well, but, but so the problem 
with so but but Veronica, that's sort of she's his, historically a stuck up rich girl. If they're going to basically, if this show isn't going to give us any character development, we just have to take what we know about the sort of uh, stock archetypes that these characters represent in the comics and assume they're exactly the same in the show. So Veronica, that tracked to me. Archie, um, like I know there's some stuff on Riverdale about him like fixing up that car. But, like, I, from my minimal experience with the Archie comics, I don't remember there ever being anything about him being, like, really into cars or anything like that, you know? So it it kind of annoyed me that, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but it kind of annoyed me that he, like, you know, especially given we had episode one and we had him driving around in this same car, and they, even if they had just had some line in the first episode, and I get that that's not how they wrote this show, and they, these were probably designed to appear in any order, but I, I just, it just bothered me that he just changed personality so much between episode one and episode two. So I kind of right, couldn't get over that. Yeah, that's fair. It really is um, basically the characters act however the story needs them to act, yeah. uh, essentially, right? Like, uh, yeah, you're right about this being the same car as the first episode, which I didn't even think of. So that's extra shenanigans, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Kyle, what do you think of this episode? I thought for what it was worth, it was a fine little episode. I thought it was better than the first episode. I thought it was a fun little kid show take on Christine and that alike. Uh, I thought it worked for what it was. Yeah, fair, fair. That's uh, that's that's pretty good. Uh, pretty good rundown of that. Was there any uh, standout moments that uh, anyone really uh, really enjoyed? Uh, my favorite moment of uh, of this episode had to be the fact that we got to see Chuck Clayton and um, that was nice. That was nice. A little diversity on the show. Yeah. Uh, all they do is come out of a, all they do is come out of a room, but you know, it's better yeah. to see. And it's Nancy. I believe it's. Yeah. Uh, Nancy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's the other character. And I, I think it's implied. It's implied that they missed the carnage because they were boning in that room, which, you know, well, well they yeah, hid, but... you know, there was a killer car after everybody. Uh, you have your reality, I have my reality. <laughs> as soon as the killer car comes in, he's he's immediately going for the makeout session. <laughs> um, I also liked that we had a car drive through a prom. Yeah. 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 That was that was well. That could have even been like a, a, a carry reference, right? Like maybe this is just King Central. Like maybe yeah. they're just like going for all the, the the Stephen King references here. I also would watch an entire show about that curiosity shop guy who just randomly shows up at the end to take the object back. He the was honestly uh, my favorite because just po him pointing literally every single trope used. I thought that was interesting. Like, <laughs> oh, it's really pulling an animaniacs here by just pointing out all of the tropes. Yeah, yeah, good yeah. Word. Yeah, that, again, that's kind of weird for, especially this, the way that the show is kind of written. It's like, it's very kitty fair, so it's very weird for this to, you know, be happening, um, right? Like, it's it's weird to, to them to try to get meta in a show that is so conventionally written on purpose. Like, it's a weird, weird, uh, weird trap for the, for the series to go. Uh, I, I guess... I'll be interested to see if this courier guy returns. Like, I kind of hope he's like a recurring character, but if he's just a one-off character, that's extra weird. Yeah, that is extra weird. Um, yeah. So again, another another shorter episode, guys, uh, because again, uh, this is Archie's weird mysteries, and there's not much to talk about 
other than uh, talking about the references, it seems. Uh, I mean, we are it, we are achieving like the length of these. These are only twenty minutes long, at least yeah. the syndicated versions that I could find. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, yeah. uh, unlike unlike some shows, it's like, hey, you can probably have a twenty minute discussion about this twenty minute show, <laughs> which is fascinating. Um, so to be like seven hours long and it's like all right we're going to talk about this episode of archie's weird mysteries and seven hours later anyway there was this one time when i uh accidentally killed this man so yeah anyway that's our podcast about archie's weird mysteries uh yeah uh this so hilariously enough this is coming off the heels of two weeks ago there was a three-hour episode of milk chicks and mimosas released that was just us talking about filmation cartoons um and those went for three hours and i think we watched four episodes in total nice. um so yeah so that is the so you you're getting uh, the best of both worlds we're hannah montana in this shit there's short podcasts about cartoons and there's long podcasts about cartoons um i'm gonna speaking start of, i'm gonna start using the phrase we're hannah montana in this shit in regular conversation i like that i really like that it's uh it's the way that i live it's the way that i live um thor any final thoughts and where can they find you on the internet once you've given those final thoughts so final thoughts are if you're going on a date with a lady or a fella or a non-binary person whatever your preference is represent yes thank you and and uh and and they have um fuzzy dice hanging up it could be ironic so that's not a red flag yet but yeah here's here's the thing and i've only seen these in uh cars from people our age once and it was some asshole at a fraternity if they have the the locks replaced with little dice then get out of the car immediately oh god yikes yeah yeah if, no if that's, they pretty, ha- that's pretty solid if they have the locks replaced with dice they're going to want you to call them lucky. Oh, no. No. Jump out, Brit. Jump, jump out. Jump out. <laughs> I don't care how fast that car's moving. Jump out. Right now. Yeah, if you're listening to a pot, That will probably be safer than hanging out with that person. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Somewhere right now, there's a couple on a date in this very car listening to this podcast. And, like, you know the guy is psycho as soon as you hear this podcast playing. Yep. Like, as soon, like, as soon as you walk in and you're like, wait a minute, is this guy, like, listening to, a pod, like, a podcast about Archie's weird mysteries <laughs> on our first date? Like, what's, go, what's going on? So, something's going on in this car. Archie's mysteries. Um, but, yeah. Um, good, good life advice. Uh, and where can they find you on the internet, Thor? Oh, thank you. I was so pleased with my joke that I forgot to plug myself. Um, you can listen to me. Uh, it's Thor's Hour of Thunder podcast. So listen on uh, any podcatcher of your choice. Just type in Thor's Hour of Thunder. We're the only game in town with that name. If you uh, do uh, hourofthunder.podomatic.com, you can uh, scroll through. If you're ever, if you're ever, uh, if you get super into my show. And you want to listen to back episodes? All the episodes are listed on our funded up Podomatic, but only a year's worth of episodes are available to download. So email me the you know episode number and the name, and I can uh, I can send you the episode. So that's something that I forget to mention on my own show, but I mentioned on your show for some reason. You know that's the wonders of this podcast. Uh, it's like a weird mystery all of its own. <laughs> I guess you could say it's one of 
Archie's weird mysteries. <laughs> you could you could say that. You could say that. And Kyle, what else could you say about this episode in particular and the plugs for yourself? Uh, well, my uh, online handle is Chibi UFO. You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram uh, by uh, me just tweeting about random subjects. I talk about horror movies. I talk about disability activism. I talk about obscure video games. And I talk about anime and all that in between. Uh, you can find me on those two places where I usually chat a lot. Uh, you can find me on those platforms. Nice. Nice. And it's very worth more, very worth finding you on those platforms, as you are Bless wonderful you. on each Bless and every one of those platforms. You can always find this podcast on iTunes or any other platform that provides audio, except for that really obscure one, which is probably a thing that just got introduced like yesterday. We're not on that, presumably. And if we can't find us, tell us, tell us, tell us I about Googled, it. I Googled uh, my own podcast the other day, and I came up on a subscription website like where they were like pay uh you know however much money a month and you can have podcasts such as thor's hour of thunder and i was like you know what that's fine <laughs> more power to them <laughs> charging for my free I... podcast bastards. yeah i doubt those bastards capitalism um you can uh, rate us on those if they give you the option on those podcast platforms that would be very much appreciated you can email us at milkshakesandmimosas at gmail.com or you can follow us on twitter at mpodcastm and if you are so inclined and you kind of enjoy the shorter episode formats and you thought hey maybe i'd like a little bit more uh feel free to find us on patreon where we are currently in the middle of our discussion of every episode of the tv series v uh, because they're reptiles, and uh, I'm like, eh, reptile men, I'm putting them in with dinosaurs, eh, it's a Triassic Park thing. Yeah, it counts. You're <laughs> paying it. for it. Yo, do it. Jurassic do Park, it. Jurassic Park has an increasingly broad mission statement every time I listen to it. You know, it's it's fair. Uh, you have to get more and more broad when, like, gotta, two You gotta find uh, all those dinos. Find all, all the those dinos. Find all the dinos and then maybe go, hey, you know what? We're going to talk about giant apes. Hey, you know what? A blob. We're going to talk about the blob. You know why? Because I don't know. What else? Hey, you know what? I think we're going to talk about Jaws because I hope shark. you do cover the 1988 Blob remake because that is a phenomenal remake. Awesome. I will. And you're going to be on it. Oh, bless your heart. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for joining us. And as always, blame the CW. Goodbye.